Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. It was mid-morning and Aunt Mary Lane was on her way into town in a little pickup truck. She'd only driven a short way when she recognized Mario DeSherry dressed in his blue work clothes, trudging sturdily down the road in the same direction she was going. Mario, come on, you. Mario, did you listen to town? Well, I appreciate that, Mary. You're on your way to Wakefield, aren't you? Yes, but I don't mind walking. Ah, oh, Mario, come on, get in. If you don't, you'll make me think you don't want to ride with me. I'm a pretty good driver, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, that's better. <laughs> I'm not sensitive, Mario, but you're on the verge of hurting my feelings just now. Oh, I'm sorry. But you know how it is, that, Mary. A guy gets to taking something out in his head and... Sometimes it's not so hard if you're doing something at the same time. Working or even just walking, it kind of helps to dope it out. Yes, I usually work my problems out like that, too. I keep my hands busy with my sewing and mending when I have something on my mind. It's all my idea. Yes. <laughs> but, Marie, don't tell me you purposely set out to walk five miles into town just because you had to straighten out something in your mind. Oh, no. No, I had enough of the long hikes when I was in the Army. No, my car's on the switch. I gotta go to town and get some stuff. Oh, I see. Oh, well, that's a shame, Mario. No wonder you were moody. My son ran to get irritable, too, when something's wrong with ours. <laughs> no, it makes you mad. But I can fix mine all right. It was working okay yesterday. Excuse me, sir. But there's a part I have to pick up in town. Uh-huh. Did uh, Carla tell you about our little visit yesterday? Yeah. We had such a nice talk. Mario, I'm very fond of your wife. She's a lovely person. Sensible, beautiful, and... So loyal. I guess you know how lucky you are. Oh, sir. I'm a lucky guy, all right. I was telling my niece, Peggy, that if she and Bill Mead can be half as happy when they're married as you and Carla are, I'll be perfectly satisfied. Yeah? Did you really tell her that? Why, yes. Yeah. What makes you ask, Mario? You sound surprised. Boy? Or maybe I am. I mean, I guess I'm surprised because you seem to be happy about Peggy's marrying Mr. Meese. Well, I naturally am happy that they're going to get married. They've been in love for a long time. And I feel they're very well suited to each other. Yeah. Well, it's none of my business, of course, but there's one thing I don't get. Oh? What's that? Well, if they're so well suited to each other, as you say, they're really in love with each other. How come Mr. Meese married that Calvert woman? Chip Calvert. And on top of that, wasn't Peggy engaged to some guy from Hollywood? Yes, that's all true. Well, if it's true, then it don't look to me like they were very much in love. Why, when I met Carla, if I couldn't have married her, I... I don't know what would have happened. Anyway, I wouldn't have gone off and gotten tied up with some other girl. If you love one woman, no other woman means a darn thing. Nothing. You don't even see them. That's right, Mario. And I believe it was like that with Peggy and Bill. Then how come? Well, sometimes, Mario, things happen over which we have no control. And because of that, what they feel in their hearts gets uh, but temporarily twisted. Their true emotions become confused. But if what they feel is deep enough, real enough, in the end, they come back to it. Yeah, maybe so. But I don't understand how anything could could cause anyone to be like that. With me, nothing matters but Carla. Nothing ever has mattered to her. And nothing ever will. And Carla feels the same way about you. 
Hát ágyat állunk a jurát. Nem lesz, hogy szólhatok. Ah, már jó, de szólhatok. Minok beszedünk már. Ah, nem lesz, hogy szólhatok. Egy kis hálás, If I give you my word that what you're thinking is wrong, and that I know it's wrong, would you believe me? Yes. Yeah, I believe you honestly thought I was wrong. You might be mistaken. Some people are smart. They could even pull the wool over your eyes, Aunt Mary. Well, I have been fooled by people, but not often. I've lived a good many years longer than you have, my boy. And I like people. And in liking them, I've become a, a pretty good judge of human nature. You have a lovely wife, one who loves you more than anything in the world. My niece Peggy is in love, too. In love with Bill Mead, who in turn loves her just as deeply as Carla loves you, and you love Carla. I know Bill. I know him better, I think, than he knows himself. And Mario, Bill would never behave like, well... Like you imagine. Never. But when I hear you talking, you make everything sound right. You make the other stuff sound foolish, crazy. It is foolish and crazy, Mario. Believe me. Maybe you're right, Andrew. Yes. Yes, I guess you are. Mario's reluctant admission seemed to lift a weight from the handsome young man. The subject was dropped then, and by the time Aunt Mary pulled into town, Mario's mood had changed completely. Mary Lane breathed a thankful prayer of relief. But there was still her niece Peggy to contend with. Peggy, who felt what she considered a justified resentment at Mario's rude behavior to her and Bill. And so when she returned to the farmhouse later in the afternoon, Aunt Mary went up to Peggy's room. Hello, dear. Hello. I got all your things. Oh, good. Uh, did you find the aqua thread, Aunt Mary? Well, I hope it's aqua. <laughs> Sometimes those blues are rather deceptive. I know. Well, anyway, I can manage if it's fairly close. Oh, sit down for a moment, won't you? All right, dear. Oh, I had quite a surprise on the way to town. Oh, what happened? I ran into Mario Discovery. Mario? Well, I only hope he didn't smile at you, too, Aunt Mary. Peggy, I know you feel put out because of the way Mario acted the other day. But if you understand the underlying reason... Well, even so, there's no justification for being so nasty. Perhaps there is. If you're willing to try and put yourself in his place here. Remember, that boy loves Carla very much. Then he ought to trust her. He's a very emotional person, Peggy. He wants to trust her. But in the face of hearing this rumor you told me about, was too much for him. That's uh, the impression I got from the talk we had. And Peggy... I believe he realizes now that he was wrong to take it seriously. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Aunt Mary. You know, Peggy, I have an idea. Did you talk to Bill about going to the Discoveries for dinner tonight? 
Mm, that I did. Bill doesn't want to go. And neither do I. Perhaps not, but... Uh... Hey, I'm going to ask you to do something. Something I consider very important. Yes? I'd like you to call Bill and tell him you've changed your mind. That you've decided you do want to go. But, you see, dear, Mario realized today how foolish he's been. He admitted it. Now, if you and Bill go over there tonight, Mario sees how happy you are together and how happy that makes Carla. Well, I'm sure the whole thing will dissolve into nothing, as it should. Well, Mary, if you really think it's that important. Yes, I do. With a boy like Mario, if he gets to brooding about some fancied injustice, he might build it up out of all proportion. And if he did, he could make a very tragic error in judgment. Now, there's still time to prevent such a thing happening. And I think we must prevent it, Katie. Not just because of Mario and Carla, but for everyone's sake. Aunt Mary's instinct is right. There is still time to avert what Ben Calvert would like to see happen. Ben, who deliberately started the ugly rumor connecting Mario Descheri's wife with Peggy's fiancé, Bill Mead. But today, Aunt Mary was able to make the young Italian realize how foolish it is for him to believe such malicious gossip. Perhaps he succeeded in stopping what Ben tried to set in motion. <laughs> <laughs> 